are great, greatly to be praised, Lord. We adore you tonight, Father. We love you. You are the one we're here for. You are the one we are locking our gaze on. Lord, everything we've brought tonight is for you. And so, Lord, we lay our gifts down at your feet. We minister to your heart. We say you are great and you are wonderful and you are marvelous. You are beyond compare. You are holy and matchless and amazing. Oh, Father God, we adore you tonight. We pray that our lives would be a praise song to you. Amen. As we open tonight, I referenced how our our prayers ascend, ascend before God, and I just was I wanted to read that passage because if it's a it's a little bit of, of an obscure reference, you're not familiar with it, then you you don't that it's sure. But in Acts chapter ten, it says uh, in verse one in. Caesarea, there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? He asked the angel. And the angel replied, your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. In another more literal translation, it says, uh, your, your prayers and your gifts have ascended before God as a monument. And so I like to picture almost like small statues or, or things that as Jesus is walking around, he can point to and say, oh, that's, that's when Andrew was praying for this. You know, that's when, that's when the rock was praying for that. Or that's when, that's when those intercessors were praying for Colorado. And they ascend and they build something tangible. And so uh, when I think about this, and then I think about uh, in James where it says that Elijah was a man just like us, and he prayed, and the heavens were shut for three and a half years, no rain. And then he prayed again, and they opened up, and the rain poured out. And it encourages me to, uh, it encourages me to pray with a, with a sense of faith that my, my prayers matter, that prayer changes things, that prayer is powerful, that God is listening, that he's attentive, that he's looking at him and he's seeing him and he's collecting him and he's treasuring him. Uh, and I get stirred to, to pray more. There are some times where it, if you've been praying for family members or, or things, it can sometimes feel like decades. And you, and you sometimes wonder like, God, like, are you hearing these prayers? But he is. He is hearing them. And so, Father, tonight, Lord, we, we come with a, a boldness and a confidence as your children to know that you are listening. Lord, you are a good father that is attentive to the, the cries of his children. And so tonight, Lord, we cry out to you. We cry out to you on, be, on behalf of those who, who aren't here. Lord, the, the prodigals in our families that we are calling home. Lord, the family and friends that are, are not yet saved. Lord, we pray for the co-workers and the community members and the community leaders that aren't uh, honoring you with their life. Lord, we pray, and Lord, we pray knowing that our, our prayers are sending before you, knowing that they are powerful and that they are mighty and that the tools of, of, of the Spirit are powerful for the pulling down of strongholds. They're powerful for, for pulling off those demonic veils. They're powerful for shifting hearts and shifting cultures. And so, Lord, we, we stand up in our most holy faith. Jesus' name. Just read the testimony. 
We believe that God has given us an intercessory assignment on this church to, to almost pull this awakening that God wants to do in Colorado, to, to pull down on it from heaven and, and to see it manifested on earth. Almost a, a jealousy, but also an assignment to, to ask God to do it. And it says in... <laughs> what book is it? Zechariah chapter 10? Zechariah chapter 10. It's been a long day. It says, for, um, it says, pray for rain in the season where God is pouring out rain. And, and without teaching it, it just means this. When you see it happening, ask for God to do it in the fullness and in the, in the measure of the fullness of what he wants to do. So, so I'm, I'm going to give this announcement and then, and then this encouragement. And then after this, we're going to keep all the prayers vertical, okay? I'm breaking our own rule. So I'm sorry about that. But I wanted to share this testimony um, Church of the Front Range, they're experiencing an outpouring of glory that started yesterday. just want to read this. This is from our dear friend Judah Dawkins, and he's one of the worship leaders there. He says, I'm just going to read it word for word, okay? Bro, <laughs> our 10 a.m. service went until 6 a.m. this morning. And we met again last night at 7. And our meeting again went throughout last night all the way through today and is going into tonight. He says this, Brother, I'm testifying that, what do you say? Brother, I'm testifying that a major shift came when a ton of people in the room started to smell frankincense and vanilla and the smell of a bonfire. That has never happened to us before. Marcus, he sustained me from 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. to praise God. And some of our youth skipped school and grabbed the torch until 2 p.m. and then our worship pastor Brandon grabbed the torch and he's taking it into tonight. Marcus, it is so powerful what the Lord is doing. <laughs> and then I, I replied, this is amazing. And I wanted more detail. Wow, are you still going? So overwhelmed. Yes, we're still going. The service is still going. I came home around 9.30 and slept until 4 p.m. and I'm heading back right now. We have service at 7. We're organizing slots, and a lot of our up-and-coming youth worship leaders are taking the torch so that the fire can continue to burn. He is sustaining our seeking hearts. So Judah, all right, give me another paragraph. I want to share this testimony at our, at our prayer meeting tonight. Okay, so I just want to... I think I might have read some things out of order, so, so this is like the overall kind of thing that the Lord is doing. Okay, started yesterday at 7 p.m. We've been meeting every day to share testimonies, worship, press into the place of prayer, and share a teaching on the subject of revival. Yesterday, the service started at 7 p.m., and they continued going, and I believe around 10 p.m. or 10.30, the smell of frankincense and some sweet smells like vanilla and the smell of a bonfire started to fill the noses of a lot of people in the room, not just one, but they started to say, can you smell it? Can you smell it? And they were smelling this. And at that point, his pastor, he was asleep in bed and his pastor called him and he got to the church and he jumped in at 11 p.m. and he took the torch throughout the, throughout the, uh, the night. And they had worshipers all throughout the night uh, that were just waiting in the glory of God. Judah said as a worship leader, he said, I have never felt that empowered and sustained by the Holy Spirit. And I, I have to tell you, you can't do that for eight hours the way he did it. With, unless you're, no, I guess it was, yeah, 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. 
So can we just rejoice in that? One of our churches in our city, they're, they're experiencing the glory of God. And the manifestation of, you know, it says, it says our, our, our praises arise as incense to the Lord. And what you do with incense is you put it on an altar of fire and it arises like frankincense and like the smell of sweet things. They were smelling the reality of what was happening in heaven, which means the veil is getting a lot thinner. They're smelling the reality of what's happening in the throne room. The veil is getting a lot thinner. So can we, I, well, you don't have to, but if you want to stand, just stand. And we're going to ask God to bless this. We're going to ask God to continue to do this. And we're going to, we're just going to add our amen. God, we agree. And again, the Lord is using this church as, as an intercessory engine. As, as, a, as a, a spirit so that breakthrough can happen at churches. Now, the, the breakthrough is going to come here. We're going to get it. Have no doubt. There is an appointed set time that the rock is going to experience the glory of God. But just like Mike said, we wanna, we're pushing that train of sleds over that hill. And then God's going to sweep us up in that momentum. Okay? So we're just going to pray for Church of Front Range and, and, and the churches, uh, Front Range Church and the Church of the Front Range and the Church of Colorado to experience the glory of God. Father, we come to you right now. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for blessing our brothers and sisters just 20 minutes down the road. Thank you for sustaining their seeking hearts. Thank you for the manifestation of that fragrant aroma of their worship ascending before the throne. Thank you that you found the people at Church of the Front Range that say Jesus is worthy to be ministered to night and day and day and night and night and day. And God, we just ask you right now, increase your presence at Church of the Front Range. Increase your presence over that leadership team. Lord, give them wisdom on how to sustain. Give them wisdom on how to respond. Lord, we ask you that you would give that leadership team wisdom. Lord, we ask you to sweep up these young worship leaders in glory. Sweep up these young singers and musicians that are stepping in in glory. God, we cry out for glory. Lord, we ask that you would send this season of refreshing to other churches in Colorado. Lord, would you refresh the church of Colorado with your presence? Lord, would you pour out that end time Joel 2, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Lord, we just, ask, we just thank you for sustaining a church for 24 hours to prophesy, to glorify Jesus, to release the testimony of Jesus. God, we ask you that you would increase. And we ask you for more breakthroughs at other churches, God. We ask you, as pastors are preaching, for spontaneous repentance. God, we ask you and worship that you would send your glory for more manifestations of your presence. Lord, we ask you to make Jesus known. We ask you to glorify your Son. We ask that the Word of the Lord would run swiftly in Colorado and it would be glorified. We ask you that the Gospel, that the good news would be glorified for it is the power of God unto salvation. Lord, we thank you for sustaining and empowering grace. Lord, we say, let the Church of Colorado walk in great grace in this season. And let the Church of Colorado experience great power in this season. Lord, we ask you what you are pouring out at Asbury, what you are pouring out at other college campuses and other 
uh, cities in our nation. God, we say do it here. God, we say do not let Colorado miss their time of visitation. God, let it spread like wildfire. Let it spread like wildfire. Let it spread like wildfire. Lord, we ask you to tip the bowls in this season. Every prayer that has gone up over this state, Lord, we ask you to tip the bowls and pour out your glory. All the prayer that has been prayed for revival in this state, Lord, we ask you to tip the bowls and pour out your presence. And God, we ask for signs. We ask you for wonders. We ask you for a spirit of glory and miracles that would confirm the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Miracles that would confirm the glory of your Son. And God, we ask you to take off the blinders. The demonic blinders that have blinded the hearts of men from seeing your glory. Lord, we speak over Colorado. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let them see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ as you shine your light in Colorado. In Jesus' name, thank you. Just hold up your hand if you want to pray. very first note of worship tonight I just I saw waterfalls from heaven over us corporately but also individually and I heard the noise of them in the spirit and I asked the Lord what are the waterfalls and I first heard hunger and then I asked him again and I heard oil of intimacy and of course he took me to Psalm 42.7 where it says deep cries out to deep at the noise of your waterfalls so he's like look look into that what, what is deep in the original text so just get this in the uh, strongs in the concordance in the Hebrew it's an abyss a very deep place 
And in the um, original Hebrew, it says an abyss as a surging mass of water in parentheses. The main sea or the subterranean water supply. Now I want you to hear this. These are the deep places within us. And then I looked up the Hebrew for waterfalls. And it says a culvert, a gutter, a water spout. So there's the abyss within us. And there's deep subterranean places within us. And the Lord said, notice that the deep cries out to deep at the noise of the waterfalls. He said, it's a response. It's a response within the deep places within us to what he's pouring out. And he said he's pouring out the waterfalls of hunger and oil, the oil of intimacy to hunger for him. Oil burns, beloved. Oil burns. And I felt, and then I looked up Culvert, and it says, I'm going to pray this in a second, if you'll bear with me for one more minute. It says Culvert. The Lord focused on Culvert. In the Hebrew, for that waterfall, it said Culvert. Culvert, one thing I found, it says a culvert is a structure that channels water past an obstacle or to a subterranean waterway. And the Lord says, my waterfalls of hunger and intimacy, if you will receive them, if you will allow your depths to respond and open up, I will channel my hunger. I will bring my oil of intimacy past obstacles in your life that have been holding you back and blocking you from the oil of intimacy and the hunger that I am releasing now that will burn with fire, that will burn with the flames and the glory that I'm pouring out. So Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray by your Spirit, let our depths, let our deep places, let the abysses within our heart, within the depths of our innermost being, open up to receive your waterfalls of oil and hunger. God, bring it past all obstacles, God, in our lives, in our heart, in our emotions, in our mind, lies of the enemy, personal life history, whatever it is that would block or stop or shut down or close off those culverts channeling the waters of your hunger and hunger and oil of intimacy going into the deep places with us, God. We give you permission and we say, yes, bring it into those deep places so that we can respond to you. We can hunger and burn with your oil in Jesus' name. I've been having a passion and a, just a hunger to see Jensen on fire for the Lord to see college campuses break out in revival, to see just the glory of the Lord impact Gen Z in a way that we've never seen before. And so I'm going to release something that I prayed a few weeks ago. Um, I was in Psalms 24, and in 3 through 6, it says, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. So, Lord... I pray that Gen Z would be a generation that seeks your face. That they would be those with, with the clean hands and a pure heart. That they could ascend your hill. That they could ascend your hill hand in hand with you. That they could ascend your hill hand in hand with all generations. That all generations would be on fire for the Lord. That Gen Z would be that generation that starts this revival. That we would see this revival come to college campuses, to everywhere, Lord. That Gen Z would be something that just is a standard of what your glory looks like. Jesus, I pray for CU Boulder specifically. I have a huge heart for CU Boulder. Jesus, set your fire on CU Boulder. Let that veil be torn. Let that darkness be torn over CU Boulder. Let that hill be torn down. Let those mountains be torn down. 
them into valleys, make them into a place of fire and a place to be known by the fire of the Lord and be burning for you and not a place of, of getting high and everything else, Lord, that they would be just known by your glory, Jesus. Jesus, set CU Boulder on fire, set Gen Z on fire, Jesus. Generation, I see a chosen generation. 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 Chosen generation, I see a chosen generation. I see a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. I see a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. Prophesy. You see a chosen generation. I see a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. See a chosen generation, I see a chosen generation, see a chosen generation with clean hands and pure hearts. Oh, give them clean hands. prophesy picture in your mind a young person that you love speak to their spirit you are a chosen generation that you will call upon the name of the Lord and you will love him with all your heart all your mind and all your soul I see a chosen generation 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 See chosen generation. We prophesy, we see a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. See a chosen generation. We see a chosen generation. With chosen generation. We see a chosen generation. Oh, give them clean hands and pure hearts. Oh, give them clean hands. And pure hearts will give them clean hands. And pure hearts will give them clean hands. And pure hearts. Isaiah 37, 16b. O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see and hear all the words of at the Sennacherib, which he has sent to mock the living God. Lord, the enemy right now is mocking you, but we stand up, Lord Jesus, and we say, the youth is yours, Lord. Generation Z is yours, Lord. The government is yours, Lord. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they 
were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. So Lord Jesus, right now, Father, these generations are being raised, Lord Jesus, to find peace and, and healing, Lord Jesus, from drugs and from different things, Lord Jesus, that are quick satisfaction, Lord. We just pray against it right now, Lord. We pray that you waste it now, Lord. Bring it down, Lord Jesus. Let your presence come into every single one of those universities, Lord Jesus, into every single one of our high schools, Lord, into every single one of our middle schools, Lord Jesus, and you tear it down, Lord. I pray that you go into the government offices, Lord Jesus, and I pray, Father God, that you tear it down, Lord. Father God, tear down what the enemy is meaning for good within our kids, Lord. We pray that your spirit may come, Lord Jesus, that your spirit may make things right, Lord. Lord, we pray right now that you just come in, Lord Jesus, and you change the hearts of every single one of our leaders, Lord, of our governmental leaders, Lord. We pray for that office right now. We pray that you open that office where we are supposed to have someone worshiping, Lord Jesus, every single time, every single hour, every single minute that that house in the Senate is is gathering we just pray right now lord that you open the doors lord that our people may come in and be able to worship freely lord that your rules may go that the man's rules may go lord but yours are the ones that are going to stay lord and stand lord so we pray right now lord jesus that your presence may just come father god therefore they were destroyed so now oh lord god save us from his hand that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone are the Lord. So, Father God, we just proclaim victory. Lord, you are God. The people of this earth, the people of this county, the people of this region, the people of this state will know that you alone are God. And we honor you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you, Lord. Let your spirit fall down, Lord. There is an open. I see that cloud coming, Lord Jesus. Front Rages is experiencing it, Lord Jesus. We know that you are coming. We know that you're going to fall down into every single one of our churches, Lord. So we say, come down, Lord. Let your presence be felt. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Thank you for that one cloud, Lord. And we thank you because we see it coming, Lord. A couple weeks ago after church, uh, my wife and I drove down to DU, and what I want you to understand is when we were there, we were there on Isleff, the, the Isleff School of Theology, whatever it is, and Barb was relaying to me about when she was in high school going down there and praying on the grass, and, and, and you know, groups of teenagers gathering down there to pray. And it just struck me, God, that God at Asbury, it was 50 years from the, the time in the 70s of your visitation. And God, that Barb, when she was in high school, if, if she was a junior, it would have been 1970. So God, I just ask you, God, to bring a visitation to DU, God. God, it was started as Denver Seminary, God. And unfortunately, the Lord God, right now it's a dark place, but God, remember the prayers. Remember the prayers of my wife and her, you know, the, the kids, God, that she gathered with down there on the grass and at Isla's, God. Remember those prayers, God. Do it there, God. Do it. Do something remarkable, God. And you, God, break through, God. God, that place is dark, but it's not too dark for you. God, in a day, God, within a day, would you shift the whole atmosphere over that, that university, God. DU, we call you back into your destiny. Open up, God, the wells. Open up the wells at DU, God, and break forth. God, bring DU back. Bring DU back that it would be a, a, a trophy of your glory, God. Remember, God, in that season, just like you did, and you remembered it as very God. Do it for DU, God. Do it for DU in Jesus' name. Spring up away. 
our prayers are eternal, God. That they don't, we don't just pray them and then they do whatever and go away. But God, you've just been showing so many believers that prayers never go away. They just go on and on and on. And that we gather with the saints from that have lived before and into the future. And our prayers just go on and on and on. God, we thank you for these mysteries, God, that are just too wonderful for us. But we join with the, with the saints of all times, God. And we, I agree with Dave, God, for the University of Denver. I went there and my grandparents went there. And my friends and I, for years, for like almost two years, every single night in the dorm, we went to the top of the towers, those towers you can see from I-25, every single night. And we interceded for the campus. And God, I'm just reminded as Dave says that, that, that those prayers, and we got ridiculed. People thought all sorts of things. Um, but, but God, I just thank you, God, that, that, that you still, those prayers, that they, they still remain. It's like they're hanging in those, in those bowls and the, and the work that Barb did and the work that others did. And God, we just thank you that the University of Denver that this awakening, this beautiful revival of the colleges will hit the University of Denver. The University of Denver is international. Yeah. It's one of the most international universities in the country. God, we thank you that people come from all over the world and they go back to all over the world. And God, we just thank you that as revival hits the University of Denver, that your revival, your awakening will go to all nations, God. It will go all over the world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this beautiful move of God. Thank you that you hear Ruth's prayers, God, that she's been praying for years, God, for her generation, God. They shall be saved. They shall be awakened. They shall be redeemed for the glory of God. We just praise you, Jesus, for the beautiful work that you are doing. And we agree with it, God. We just continue to push in the spirit, God, because you have called us to push. And God, we just thank you, God, that you are pushing university by university, church by church, group by group, over the hill, down, and they're just, I just see them just like, like a sled, just like glee, just like laughing their heads off as they're going down, and just the joy, God, I just thank you for the joy, God. Our world needs joy. In the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of suicide in Colorado, and we ask that it would be, we just declare <coughs> that it would be replaced by the spirit of joy. In Jesus' name, the spirit of joy replaces the spirit of depression and suicide by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, God, that this generation is born a light into a dark and depraved generation but that generation shall be saved. It will no longer be depraved. It will be a generation of joy, joy of the Lord that the world cannot understand, but it will make the world so curious, so curious knowing that these young people, that this is amazing. God, I thank you even for the people that were interviewed in the awakening already where people say, why aren't you doing your drugs anymore? Why aren't you doing your sexual stuff anymore? And they said, they said, they asked them, did they teach you? Did they, did they tell you not to do that? And they said, no, we just don't want to anymore. We just want to please Jesus. We just are so in love with Jesus. And the reporters dumbfounded. God, we thank you for dumbfounded reporters and dumbfounded news that God just is in awe going, we don't understand this. It's not an agenda. Nobody's controlling it. God, blow their minds and bring them all into the kingdom of God for your glory. I just have uh, Zephaniah chapter 3, 17. Lord, your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. 
shouts of joy, shouts of joy. God, we praise you that you are in our midst, our victorious warrior. You exult over us with joy, the bride. You exult over us with joy, the bride, throughout the earth. You will quiet us with your love, and you rejoice over us with shouts of joy. You rejoice over the bride tonight with shouts of joy, and we rejoice over you, our bridegroom, our bridegroom, Maranatha, Maranatha, Yeshua, Maranatha, Yeshua. We see you, we behold you in your beauty and in your glory in your radiance, in your radiance. You captivate our hearts. We're undone. We're undone before the king. We're undone with love for Adonai. We're undone, 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 God. Undone, more, more. Bring the more. Bring the latter rain, the latter rain that is greater than the former rain. Bring the latter rain, God, upon the earth, upon Colorado, upon the persecuted church, God upon Israel tonight, God. Hallelujah. 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 Ask of me and I will give the nations Ask of me take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Thank you, Jesus. So we boldly ask. We ask for the nations. We ask for our inheritance. We declare that you have been installed as king on the holy hill. And when the enemies rise up against you, you simply laugh and you say, I am the king. I am the anointed one. And so as 
your sons and daughters. We ask for the nations. We ask for our inheritance. We ask for that possession, Lord, that is rightfully ours as your king, your, your sons and your daughters, because you are the king and you are our father. And that is our right. That is our inheritance. Those people, those nations are our inheritance in you. You know, it's interesting. This is like a, a like a small upper room, about 50 people in here. And, you know, in Jerusalem, it's a very small, very small city. And, um, and it reached the nations. And it just, as I was just sitting here listening to the prayers, I had this sense that um, the Lord wanted me to pray just over this group of people right here that how many of you tonight came with some sort of expectation? And I think the expectation is really critical. Too often, we just come in rote or routine. And when we don't come in expectation, and sometimes we're afraid of expectation because we don't want to be disappointed. And But what I sense tonight is the Lord wants to create in us new wineskins because the new move is not what happened before 50 years, 100 years, 30 years, 10 years ago. I believe the Spirit of God wants to pour out new oil and He wants to cause us to be new wineskins to carry that new wine. Hallelujah. And you know, it's really interesting because in Matthew chapter 9 where He talks about that, they, he, was, he gave that example of a cloth where if you take a patch and try to put it on an old cloth, it's like trying to take old religion and put something new on it, and it just tears. It doesn't work. It doesn't hold. The same thing with new wine, going into new wine skin. If we try to bring God's new wine into old religion, it's going to burst. It's just going to fall to the ground, and it's going to leave us disappointed and wanting. But I believe you, you tonight are that new wine skin that God wants to fill. You are the upper room right now of Colorado. You are, there's 50 in here, and you are the new wineskin. And I just pray that the spirit of the living God would fill us tonight with new wine and that our level of expectation would rise so drastically that when we leave here tonight, that in the coming days that you will lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. You will tell and command demons to come out of people and family situations and relationships. I pray that the Spirit of the living God would fill you with His new wine tonight. I don't want us to look to old religious ways and old religious things that have happened. God wants to pour out new wine and He wants to fill new wineskins. And you are that wineskin. And I'll tell you, I'm grateful to my sister who's contending for Gen C. But I'm going to contend for baby boomers. I, I will not relinquish my call. I, <laughs> I will not relinquish the promises of God for our generation. How many of you are in here baby boomers? Come on. We're not going to lay down and die. We are going to be part of God's move just like these young people. I will not surrender my calling and my anointing and my gifting and the promises of God to any single generation. I will not surrender it till the day that the Lord takes me home. Hallelujah. Amen. Will you join me? Come on, baby boomers. Don't give up. Don't give up. I plead with you tonight. Do not surrender. I know it's been long and we have tarried long. Do not give up, I pray. Do not give it up, I pray. Contend for your promise. Contend for your calling. Contend for your anointing tonight. Content for the wine of the Spirit, the new wine of the Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah.
God, I give you praise tonight. Let your glory fall in this place tonight. Oh, Shandara Let your glory fill this room tonight. I pray for every one of you that you will not leave here tonight in a sense that it's over. I pray for the resuscitation of the Spirit in your lives tonight. <coughs> Come on. Are you with me? Yes. Come on. Let's stand up and put our hands up. How about we just ask for the new wine tonight? Okay, is that okay? Can we do that collectively? <coughs> if I'm out of line, you can kick me out. But I want new wine. I'm not interested in religion anymore. 48 years I've walked with God and I've heard of the promises. I've heard of all that's supposed to happen. I want to see it in my lifetime. I want it in my lifetime. Hallelujah. God, let your glory fall in this place tonight. Fill every one of these new wineskins tonight with new wine. We break the lie of religion tonight. We break that spirit of religion. God, deal with us. Let us lay down our conformity. Let us lay down what we've become accustomed to. And let us take on the new wine tonight, I pray. I pray that you'd fill all my brothers and sisters and myself with new wine. Let your glory come and begin to pour. Lord, I pray that you'd pour it out just like waterfalls. Let that wine flow like waterfalls. Hallelujah. 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 We will not give it up. No baby boomer. No Gen Z. No, I don't know what it is, ABC. But I tell you, we all need the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. 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 You should never give a Palestinian a microphone. But I want to tell you something. I'm not here by accident. Do you know, I didn't even know anything about this place. Saturday, I've been praying and contending with God for a community. I don't want to go into my history right now. And the Lord said, go to that rock church in Castle Rock. Why did I want to tell you this? You're praying for revival. You're praying that the spirit of the living God would come and visit us. Let me tell you, what happened to me on Sunday is such an incredible miracle. And what it spoke to me was this. There's a spirit of receptivity in this place. You have no idea what it meant to me on Sunday, what happened to me. Let me tell you why this is so powerful because God is about to fill this place with people who are lost, people who have wandered, all those baby boomer Christians that have given up, they're about to come here. Are you ready to receive them? No matter what color they are, no matter what language they spoke, no matter what they, whether they're tall, whether they're short, they're skinny, they're fat, whether they're fashionable, whether they're non-fashionable, are you ready for that? Because let me tell you, that's the wine that God wants to give us in this place. I call myself now us because I'm a member here now. I asked Pastor Mike, I said, what do I have to do? He said, there is no process. Great, I'm a member. But I'm telling you this, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, you have no idea. Do not... the. It's funny that I heard someone say, God, we want it here. I'm telling you, it's here. It is here. I, it is here. Enter into it. Raise your level of expectation. Because that is what is going to release. When you begin to believe the revival is in you, when you show up to church, revival is going to break loose. Don't be looking for somebody else to bring the revival. You are the revival. You are the new wine in new wineskin to break that religious spirit. Hallelujah. I just want to confirm this. This is something we were feeling as a leadership team. That 
we are praying for the younger generation. But we are but what we are praying really is Malachi 4 chapter 5. I mean Malachi 4 verse 5 and verse 6. And this is what we feel like the Lord is doing in this season. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. What my brother was just praying was was it's the it's the baby born who's turning wow. toward the Gen Zers and the Gen Zers turning toward the wisdom of the fathers and and it's it's prodigals turning back toward the wisdom of their father and 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 the fathers who are not walking with the Lord turning back toward their children and walking with the Lord. So I just want to end this prayer meeting with with praying this. This is really going to happen, by the way. Like, Elijah's really coming, and the Lord is going to pour out an anointing for him to do this in the earth. That's real. John the Baptist was a picture of it, but God is going to pour out his spirit, and he's sending, he's raising up messengers, and he's sending messengers from heaven. So I just want you to, if you don't believe that, just wrestle with it. Jesus said it. So it's really going to, it's really going to happen. Okay. Lord, we just ask you, we just ask you for this bringing together, God. We ask you for this bringing together. We ask you for the an anointing that would be poured out that you gave John the Baptist, God, where the hearts of the fathers were turned toward the children. The hearts of the children were turned toward the fathers. And the hearts of the disobedient, they, they received the wisdom of the just. God, we ask you to do it. God, we ask you, even as, even as Luna was singing, a chosen generation, a bringing together of one generation that seeks God, even a generation that wrestles with God and prevails, a generation of Jacob, a generation of purity, a generation that desires to ascend the heel of the Lord. And God, we ask you, we say, do it. We say, do it. We say do it here. We say do it in our state. And God, I just I, I just wanted to do this. We we prayed for Castle Rock Baptist Church a few Sundays ago. I just want to end by I don't mean this in a in a negative way, but they might be one of they're they're a very small church in our city. But they have a pastor that his heart is just he loves the Lord. And it's so tender before the Lord. And Mike said, you know what? I want it to hit there first. And I don't know, I'm just like, I'm just entering into that. I'm like, yeah. Like, I agree with that discernment. God, in Castle Rock, we just ask you for Pastor Brian in Castle Rock Baptist Church. Lord, we end this prayer meeting with just saying, God, would you do something unusual? Would you do something great? Would you do something where you pour out a spirit of glory in their midst. You pour out a spirit of grace that the gospel would go forth with power and the Holy Spirit would just invade that community. I mean, I even drove by the, the new building that they're building um, and I forgot what road it's on. But, but Lord, we ask you, they're building a new building. They're even expanding their tents. God, we say, fill it. Fill it with prodigals. Fill it with those who are seeking you. Fill it, God. Lord, we ask you that a, a hunger for prayer would just arise in that community. They, they would just gather together and open the scriptures and begin to pray. Lord, we say, do it. Do it in Castle Rock Baptist Church. Yes, God, do it. And Lord, we just thank you for tonight. We do end. Lord, would you raise our expectation? God, would you increase our faith? Would you do it, Lord? God, we love you. We love you. Luna, do you just want to end this with a chorus or something? Or, or let it rain or whatever you want. Let's just sing something to the Lord as rains or cramping. Okay. had a revelation it's personal but I really think it's prophetic and it applies um, but the the day of Columbine 
I was in birth. I was giving birth to Angela. And I feel, and, and we were to name her Angela, which means messenger. And I felt like the Lord is saying that's a picture of we are to give birth to his message and to his messengers, to disciple them, to raise up the messengers. Um, and the day she was born, the Lord told Bob and I, said she was born a light into a dark and depraved generation. In the 90s, you didn't, we didn't consider our culture depraved, but it's become depraved. Um, but the solutions, it's like the Angelas, the messengers, are the solutions. So I was, the, as, the pro, as the enemy brought a huge issue, Columbine was the beginning of, of tons of, of, of the beginning of school shootings. But at that very day, God was giving, birthing the solution, which is missionary revivalists on fire Christians. So I just, I never saw that before. Yeah. God, I just thank you. What a beautiful revelation, and I know it's not just for me. So, God, we ask that through us, you would birth the solutions. You would birth the message and the messengers. You would help us to disciple and raise up and love well. God, as Marcus was saying, that, um, that the fathers and the, and, the, and, the, and the mothers and the kids, that at intergenerationally, God, that we would bring the solution, God. Uh, the solution to all the wretched um, agendas of the enemy, the God, God in before even um, even the horrible things the enemy purposes, Angela was was conceived beforehand, and then birthed, and the solution comes. Um, the solution comes. God's got the solutions, and it's through us. So God, I just thank you for those solutions through us. Build our faith. We are the new wineskin. You are the new wine. Pour through us. Birth through us. We praise you in Jesus' name. place tonight, Lord, we ask that you would continue to raise our expectations. Lord, that you would continue to raise our faith. 
for what you are doing and what you're about to do and our role in it. Lord, I pray that you would give us hearts and ears that hear what you're saying, that we would have hearts that are tender to respond to it, and that we'd position ourselves to be obedient. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.